0: Welcome to the Deeper Theory. I didn't understand sessions.
1: what he was talking about. He Ejected was saying that if you don't live life, by the you theory. have nothing to draw experiences from. If you don't go through ups and downs and pains and things, you're basically just masturbating for people. Look how well I can jack off. I jack off so well.
0: This is the Deeper Theory session. I can
1: jack off in this flavor and that flavor. No, I mean. Are you living? Are you really talking about something? Are you really going through life? Are you really dealing with something that somebody can can handle? You know, and that's that's what a lot of it is reflection, human experience. That's what people hear underneath the notes and can relate to. Is someone on the other side of somewhere going through something that that they may be going through, and that's that's the place to try to be at. You know, many people can make great tracks, but you can always point them out. That sounds like a so-and-so track, and I used to get scared of that. People being able to identify what I'm doing. So, well, that's so-and-so sound. You know, why do you make things like this? I don't know. They come out that way. It's like asking somebody to define their defecation, you know? Like, why is your dookie green? Because of what I've been intaking. <laughs> you know? Because that's what I've been going through. You know, and, and those are those are the sort of things that we kind of we forget about. That it's just an extreme visceral experience you know, crying cause you were hit laughing cause something made you feel good inspiration uh, and ingestion? All, all of them and uh, what was the first track you put out back the then? the first one I put out that would have been on kbj 15 good buddy Ron uh, it was Lakeshore Drive the name of the track do you happen to have it with you? you know what? I'm gonna check this I might not have it with me. And who is this KDJ fella? Hey, I don't know. You got to talk to him about (laughs) it. Nah, our brother KD, he's been doing this thing a little bit longer than us. He's also known as the mysterious Moody Man, right? Yeah, he he is known as the mysterious Moody Man. That's very true. And uh, he, he actually... Let me put a track of mine out on his on his fifteenth on his fifth release, j number five, and that's uh Lakeshore John. Let's we'll see if I can locate it for you guys. If not, then I'll have to i have to grab something I did '87, some real, real real I don't know stinky business, it's just stinky. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know. I might not have brought it, man. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, man, it is a shame. It's actually not that good a song because I, I don't like the track anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> that's she, funny, how it Why Because it's all sample-based. It's basically, I could tell you, well, if, I, if someone can explain that song to you, it's generally something they don't like. It's a damn uh, mass production sample with some 909, I it. I still have. like it. Yeah, it's all right. It does this thing. But, you know, as you, as you start making things over, you start realizing how limiting the, the bigger samples you take are. You know? If you're really trying to put your mark and fingerprint, you really have to base somebody else's imprint. You know, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. You, you also started to work with quote-unquote real musicians, right? right. For the last few years. Yeah, The correct. rotating assembly, yes. as it is called. Yeah, that's, that's a, a unit that i more or less formed to have um, when it came time to do live things. Cause I was, someone was like, well you should do a live thing. And I said, well, I can't imagine me standing behind an NPC being that interesting for a couple hours or something. Um, but if I were to get some individuals that I like playing with, some people that I've been doing music with to come with me, then that might be kind of interesting. So, I talked to a lot of musicians I was cutting with at the time, and this is over the course of seven years. I really didn't start working with other musicians until, I don't know, maybe my 13th release, 11th release. And that was, uh, there were these guys called Jazz in the group, and they, uh, I would go see them, because they were the only ones that I heard in the city playing the kind of stuff that I like to hear in terms of a jazz band really get down. And it just blew my mind half the time. They were going to Brazilian stuff. They were going to, you know, Herbie Hancock stuff. They had this, uh, this Herbie Oh, ha- mm, I can play that. There's a cover that they would do with this song that just blew my mind. And once I heard them do this, that's when I knew I had to. People familiar with this album? Yeah, I think you all know what I'm about to play off of so that watermelon man really did it I said I gotta cut with these guys and so they hit me with this attitude they were like why do we need this DJ motherfucker who's this old DJ motherfucker they don't need him you know and that but that I slowly broke them down cause they actually heard me play and I ended up uh residenting at a at a spot called Alvin in Detroit where they would play so I open for him a couple of times and we end up knocking, knocking heads, kicking for a minute. And it uh, ended up going all right. We ended up working on a lot of stuff. So I got some of that stuff with me too. So I'll play the Herbie Hancock first, before the Herbie Hancock. I'm gonna play some early work and you all can check out the progression.
0: No, This is the Deeper Theory Session.